Welcome to the American Nomad Podcast, hosted by the legend himself, or as I refer to him, the legend in his own mind, Rav Holly. Don't forget to subscribe. If you're not subscribed to the channel, hit that subscribe button. If you enjoy the show, don't forget to hit that thumbs up and give us a like. It'll help us in the YouTube algorithm. And without further ado, let's uh, let's get on over here to uh, a camera. There we are. Good to see you guys. Who do we got in the room? Let's jump over here in the chat. Oh, we got 12 people. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Random Nomad, Step Van Dan. <clears throat> good to see you, buddy, Step Van Dan. Matilda, good to see you. Yeah, we got five people in the room already, 12 comments. Step Van Dan says, Badge rocks. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Uh, badge is the man. I know, Step Van Dan, uh, your name rhymes with uh, being the man, but actually, Badge is the man when it comes to the Nomad community. I was really hoping uh, at RTR this year, uh, the year coming up, the, the RTR that I guess jumped the shark that we're not going to have probably because of the COVID, I was really hoping that uh, Badge would be able to install me a diesel heater in my rig this year because he is a, a master at, install, in, at installing diesel heaters. Uh, and I was really hoping to get one this year, but it uh, doesn't look like that's going to happen. But that's okay. I'm in Southern California, so it's actually not that cold. Okay, well, without further ado, uh, instead of just talking about him, let's get the man in here. So without further ado, let's welcome Badge. Everybody needs one, Badge. What is going on, buddy? How you doing? Good to see you. Not much. How's, how's the weather yeah, up there in the Great is, White North? Uh, it's um, pretty good. It's hovering around 32 to 35, somewhere around there. Is, and that's Fahrenheit? Yeah. So you're right around uh, yeah. right around freezing. That's actually pretty warm. Yeah, it's staying around freezing. That's actually pretty warm for you guys up there, isn't it? This time of year? Yeah. If it stays like this, it's going to be pretty good because... Uh, you know, it can drop to 20 below Celsius, no problem. Right. Uh, let, let me, uh, you, Badge, you are uh, a full-time nomad in a tr in a travel trailer, right? Is it a bumper pole or a gooseneck? I've seen it, but I can't remember. Bumper pole. It's a bumper pole. And, uh, you know, it's funny because uh, I'm getting back over on Nomad News, which I think you saw that. And uh, I was yeah. going through a lot of the, uh, I was going through a lot of the the nomads that I know of that I used to cover on Nomad News, and I saw Seven Gray's new video. He did a new video, and he's evidently moving. He's putting the step van up for sale, and he's moving. I haven't covered this on Nomad News, so this is the first time I've talked about it. But I saw this the other day, and I, I so he's putting the step van up for sale. And he's one of the guys that I looked to when I was buying a step van because uh, he was getting, he had looked at a snap-on truck, which I ended up getting. He didn't get the snap-on because it was in such bad shape up in New York, but uh, he ended up with a step van and he was one of the guys I looked to when I got a step van. And now he has basically uh, bought a Dodge uh, with a coming 6BT in it pickup to pull a bumper pull trailer. And he says, you are the culprit that uh, has the culprit to blame for the reason he's selling his step van and has bought a pickup Dodge pickup diesel uh, and is going to and going to buy a pull bumper pull travel trailer. 
He says, you're the one. He said, when he was in the Arizona desert with you last year and you guys would drop your trailer and just run to town. So I get that because uh, there's nothing worse than setting up camp. When you're in the rig that you travel in, I think a lot of people don't understand this that that aren't nomads, but when you're in the rig that you travel in uh, and you're out, you know, you set up camp out in the Arizona desert. I know this because this happened to me this last year, you know, the last couple of years at RTR. You got everything set up. You got your lounge chairs outside. You got your little carpet outside. You got all of this stuff that you wanted to put outside. It's all outside. But then you need to go to town and get water because you run out of water. So you literally got to pack everything up or get it, everything in your rig, pack everything up and then drive to town. But in your situation, which you don't see a lot of nomads, you see a lot of the full-time RVers, the, like the, the retirees that are doing uh, pull behinds. But when it comes to the, the, like the YouTube nomad community and the, the, the nomad community, most of the time they're in a, a they're one rig. They're not pulling a trailer. You're one of the only nomads I know that actually does the, does it, that pulls a trailer. Well, it all started out was back in, uh, I've been doing this for 25 years or 30 years now, 70, 94, I did it, started full, full time. And I just always had a trailer. So to get, it was just a, a common thing for me, right? Now, don't get me wrong that, like, I'm going to take all the credit for seven, by the way. Well, he said he in his said, video, he said, you're the one to blame. Well, yeah, he, um, we were doing the killer doll pin. Right. That's right. I watched and, that. I actually watched that video. Uh, yeah. And he says, well, uh, we need this and we need this part, a water pump. That's what it was. And uh, I said, yeah, we'll just go into town and get one. So the trailer was there. Al was there with the dogs and everything, and it wasn't a big deal. And I just jumped in the truck and go, and he says, this is the way to do it. I says, yeah. It's, uh, I, but I got a ball in the car, so it's a little different for me. So... So I repair stuff and you can't with a fifth wheel trailer or something like that. You can't really get the tools in because I got a full blown toolbox, right? Right. And so I says, yeah, this is the way to do it. And plus I have uh, 400 watts of solar on the roof and a 35-gallon water tank in my truck, fresh water, and a full-blown toolbox. So when we go out, and that's the thing that a lot of people don't understand, is that my solar is in the truck with um, 3,000-watt inverter, and I plug my trailer right into the back of the truck with an extension cord. And run the whole trailer off that truck. So you know, you, I don't run the air conditioning and all that stuff. But, but, you're, but your I, your solar panel your solar panels are on your pickup. Yeah, they're yeah, not on the on the canopy. On the canopy of the pickup. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
So you don't have to worry. It works awesome. You don't have to worry about anybody stealing it off the camper when you leave the camper there by itself. No. Because that happens out in the Arizona desert. Not at all. So I got um, 400 watts on the roof, and I got four lead acid Trojan golf cart batteries. Yeah, that's what I have in my Snap-on truck. They, like the guy said, I can get 12 years out of them. So that's why I try to weigh the difference between lithium and see and that's the thing that not very many people know is that on in the rv industry the six volt lead acid batteries is what the that's the standard yeah i think above that or below that it always has been so i've got i've actually got that i've got that AGMs in mine, but I have the the six volt golf yeah. cart batteries, but they're AGMs. They're not the you don't have to fill yeah, them with the only water. Thing with AGMs, you got to remember you can't go to eighty five percent. Right. Very true. So but I don't know. I've never. Although they they work so good for me, I never had a problem. So and we're what are we on the sixth year now? So. Yeah, and and you can you can literally buy what uh, four of those AGMs for what one uh, lithium costs because lithium is about a thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, because the four lead acid in Canada was seven twenty. Yeah, so you could literally buy five of them for what one battleborn. Yeah, what one battleborn costs? Like the guy at Canadian Battery, which are pretty good. And he said, you probably get 12 years out of these things. So, Yeah, you can't beat that. Uh, and you can't beat the price. No. Uh, and the other thing no. you got to look at is you're up there in Canada. And uh, and I think a lot of people don't know this, but the lithium doesn't do well in cold weather. If you're going to if no, you're gonna put lithium all. in your rig, you've got to put them in a place. You either got to put a battery heater mm-hmm. on them to keep them warm. And that's a prime example. Because they could year, explode. We were stuck in Canada because the borders cut, shut, and we would have had to take all them lithiums out and put them in somewhere. Yeah, for sure. Now you, now you got to remember, we're living in the trailer. Right. So where are you going to put them? Exactly. There's no place. You don't have any under storage or anything to put them. You'd have no. to. You'd literally have to put them under a bunker, find a place to store them until it warmed up enough. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then you wouldn't have any solar. I mean, you wouldn't have any solar system. No. Well, see, solar doesn't. Work. Yeah, I did a video on solar. It it works, but it's not nowhere near what it is like in Arizona. Yeah, you don't. You probably don't. Because we only get like to, like today's the shortest day, and we only got like nine hours of the sun. Right. So, and it's not really strong sun. And you're in you're in Alberta, right, Badge? Right. Yeah. So closer to East Coast or West Coast? Closer to East Coast, right? Uh, we're right uh, closer to West Coast. We're directly north of Vegas. Oh, okay. So so you're not in Alberta. You're not too far from Vancouver then. Vancouver's just straight west of no, you. No, we're ten hours. Oh, are you? Okay, that's quite a ways. Yeah. Gotcha. You're just straight north of Vegas. I've been to uh, I've I've been to Toronto. I've been to Niagara Falls. I've been to Windsor, across from Detroit. I've been to several places in Canada, but I've never been to anywhere on the West Coast in Canada. 
As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, there's only four states in the lower 48 that I have, or four states in in the United States I haven't been to, and that's uh, Hawaii, Alaska, Washington State, and Oregon. But I've been to every other state in the United States. Yeah, that's that's what everybody says. <laughs> the nicest ones in, in the United States I haven't been to. Well, now I've been to Idaho, Idaho, and you like know, it, Utah. It's kind of funny because you've been there and I've been there, and and everybody says that all these, but every state in the states and and all the provinces are are gorgeous anywhere. Like even Arizona, you can find some pretty nice spots. Oh yeah, for sure. Like that's... you take Squatterville and Nuremberg. That's pretty nice. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. even even if you get up to northern Arizona, like Flagstaff, Flagstaff is beautiful. Oh, yeah. Sedona, Sedona is really nice. Uh, speaking of Sedona, really uh, my good buddy, uh, my other good nomad buddy, the bread trucker, is headed. He's, on his way there. he's headed from Florida all the way to Sedona. He's he rolled into Texas, I believe, or he was going through the state of Texas yesterday. I saw he went over to uh, the bridge there in uh, in Little Rock, Arkansas. He's on his way. Yeah. He I, I was talking to him. He'd made it to Texas, and he's on his way to Sedona, Arizona. And the bread trucker, yeah, I'm trying awesome to get him on, guy. trying to get him on the show. The man has actually went viral on TikTok. The 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 kids app. Yeah. That I the, can see that. Yeah, the the app that all the kids are crazy about, TikTok. I've had one for a couple of years, and I've never had any luck with it. But I don't really put any, I don't put any, uh, I don't work with it very much. But he he jumped on there, and he's within a week, he's over a hundred thousand subscribers. So he is killing it on TikTok. He's already getting paid. Yeah. He's monetized TikTok, and he's already but getting he's, paid. Which I, which is. You seen the video he did for? He did a video uh for paula at van vita and that was just super like he's a very well talked he he's very well talked you know he yeah talk. he's a personality he's got a really good personality he comes he comes he comes yeah. across really well on camera totally. unfortunately all of yeah. us aren't like that but he, uh, he paul is a personality he does really well let's get back and i get uh just to let you know, Badge, I actually, yeah. uh, you know, I'll communicate with you, but then I also go to the room because we actually have a chat room. I don't know. Can you see it? Can you see the chat? You no. should. You can't see it. It should be on one of your screens. Uh, so uh, let's see. Step Van Dan says, I use lead deep cycle batteries. I think you know Step Van Dan, right, Badge? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Random known... Random Nomad says, but with lithium with 100 amp hours is like 300 amp hours, though, uh, versus lead acid. That's very true. I mean, that's why uh, everybody is so crazy about the uh, lithium that's batteries true, is because you get, uh, you know, it's you basically one uh, lithium is what two, two and a half, three uh, lead acids are. So I get that. I totally get it. Uh, yeah. Matilda says, how cold is still okay for lithium batteries? I think it's about, I think it's what, 32 degrees down about th- freezing. It starts, they start, uh, getting unhappy. Freezing is about all now. Chrome, Chrome got two from Canadian battery and they're heated. They're uh-huh. heated the case, the case is heated. heat the case up before they charge it. They, so they've got yeah. so they've got battery warmers built into the case. That's pretty smart. Yeah, 
That's really smart. Yeah. And if you don't know uh, who Badge is referring to, he's he's referring to Chrome with uh, Van City Van Life. Van City Van. Another Canadian. Uh, several of you Canadian. He's a Canadian, uh, Paul Barger. Several of you Canadians up there. And then you have uh, Just Incredible. He's in Vancouver. And then, yeah. yep. He's in Vancouver. Now, where is, where is Chrome at? Is Chrome in Alberta? He's in Vancouver as well, right? No. Chrome's in Vancouver, too. But yeah. See, now, he took his van and he modified it and put some big tires on it and lifted it a bit. And now he's doing going into the bush a little more. So... He, he's got out of the Van City, but he still goes back and forth. Right. Yeah. He's only he, within an hour of Van City, right? He uh, he really, I, I haven't seen his channel in quite some time, but I jumped on his channel the other night and watched a couple of his videos from recent. And uh, it's he's really done a lot with that van. Uh, I oh, remember yeah. watching his channel when yeah. he very first started out. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's yeah. that's the funny thing is uh, Chrome and I, pretty much started out on the van life thing on YouTube about the same time. And, uh, man, he just ran off and left me. He's, he's another Paul Barger though. They, they, both of those guys are really good on camera. I call him the Paul Barger of Canada. Right. He's a, I think, I think he just had 126. He can can talk the talk and he can do, do the walk and everybody can listen to him and he doesn't talk over anybody's head. And, you talk to him in person or talk to him on video, that's Chrome, and that's like Paul, same way. Yeah, same way. So have you actually hung out with Chrome? I don't hang out with because he's in Vancouver and oh, I'm in Alberta. Gotcha. But he usually comes by and visits all the time. Gotcha. Well, it's funny because uh, this time of year, Badge, we, you know, I, I, right now I'm usually getting my rig and getting everything ready to go to RTR. Yeah. Not this year. No. What do you? It's a bad year, and like, and the thing is, is that it's hard for us because we're from Canada and we live full time in a trailer, so we travel all the time, and when we downsize, we don't have a house. Right. This is it. Right. And so when they close the border. It makes it tough. Uh, L, have we still got winter clothes? And we still got boots? And we still got this? So, you know, like three years ago, I sold all my tarps. Right. And now this year, I had to go buy all new tarps. New tarps. Because we wrapped it in insulated tarps, right? Because you would have been in the Arizona desert this this winter, correct? Exactly. Working, putting a heater in your... Exactly. In your... uh, In my step van, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's just been a mess. Uh, I was just watching, uh, I was watching Aja and, uh, who else was I watching? Uh, Carolyn, uh, and they're, they're still, yeah. uh, Terry, Terry, they're all out there, uh, Destination Unknown. They're all, they're all out there in, in Quartzsite, but it's yeah. a very, it's just a little it's group really of them. It's really hard because you take all these nomads, nomad YouTubers, like, me and you aren't nomad YouTubers, but but um, these people are, they travel for content. And yeah, for not sure. Traveling. Yeah, they're not so traveling. Yep. They have no content, so it's really tough. Yeah. See, like I'm a different channel. I got I'm just repair, 
and I take the stuff out of my head. So I got an unlimited supply. Right. And they don't have that option. Yeah, you're exactly right. Uh, and, you know, that was the deal with the Nomad News when I got back over there and was looking for content. Because that's what I need is content to do the Nomad News. I need to see what the, the yeah. Nomads are doing. But if they're all static and they're not moving around and they're exactly. not doing a lot of content, there's not a lot of Nomad News to uh, report on. But I'm oh, going to get over there and make an attempt. Of, like, Nomad News is a good platform, like, um, because... A lot of people, like, we watch. We keep a track of about 120 channels. Yeah. So if we have something like Nomad News, we can just look into Nomad News and and they tell you what's going on. Like right. Like Blind Views or something yep. like that. They tell you what's going on, and you don't have to sit and watch the whole video. Right. right. You get the you get the uh, you get the the juicy parts of every video that so you don't yeah. have to sit there and watch the whole yeah. thing. Yep. Yeah. Let's see. Matilda says in SoCal we should always be okay, right, Rav? Yeah, you should be. Um, you're talking about with lithium batteries. Like I'm uh, sure you're referring oh, to Matilda. Good. Yeah, you'll be fine with uh, lithiums anywhere in Southern California because it's not going to get down to maybe 45 unless you get out to like the desert if you get out in the mojave like if you're out in joshua tree or 29 palms you get out there or even out in death valley it does get down to freezing but if you're around the la area anywhere close to the beach you're going to be fine with lithium batteries uh, the trick to lithium batteries is, is you you keep them at 70 so wherever you keep moving to where it's 70 and you're all right yep you chase the sun exactly hey we got yeah. cc in the room you remember, did you meet cc at a van build uh badge she was the one that came in and her van CC, caught on fire yeah yeah and they get her a van and yep. all that yeah yep. she's yeah, yeah. she's in the room yep. so we got cc in the room we got matilda random nomad step van dan Thanks for joining us, guys. So if you, I, I guess everybody probably knows who Badge is, but if you don't know who Badge is, Badge is the Mr. Fix-It. Uh, at the van build, uh, he stays very busy because he, does, he, he donates and dedicates a lot of his time to helping out other nomads. And he uh, is a – are you a – were you a certified mechanic for years, Badge, or you just self-taught or what? Because oh, yeah. you're, you're a diesel yeah. mechanic, right? Weren't no, you a diesel? I'm, I'm licensed. Licensed gas and diesel yep and uh and you know i didn't remember that it was actually you that did the dowel pin in uh seven sevens uh step van but you're the one that did that dowel pin for yeah. him yeah i got a question for you on my yeah, uh on my snap-on truck it's yeah. a it's the 24 valve uh five nine but yeah. it's it's the 24 valve and it's got um i guess I worry because it's got that pump issue on the on the 24 valve that if the pump goes out it could cause you a lot of problems. So you're supposed to change the pump out. Should I get a OEM pump or should I go with a, a aftermarket? The injector pump? Or yeah, the, the in, pump. I think it's the injector pump, isn't it? No, I think it's probably the one that Barger changed on the side, right? Could be. It's they say they fuel pump. well they say it goes out about every six years to a hundred thousand miles I guess and mine's about six years old it was replaced about six years ago so it's probably due to be changed but I they don't say think it'd be the P pump but they say if it goes bad that it can cause you a lot of problems and I guess it's like the dowel pin and the six BT uh, this fuel pump the the OEM fuel pump uh, on this uh, on this twenty four valve is a weak link. 
and they talk about upgrading it to a different pump. I think it was the P pump, but I could be mistaken. I'll have to I'll have to look it up and get back with you. Yeah, I think it's a, a fuel pump on the side of the engine. Yeah, They're a weak link. I'm I'm surprised Paul got that many years out of his. Paul Warger, he's got the uh, Paul's got on his four BT. It's got the same kind of pump. Yeah. Oh, it does. Wow. Because uh, what I oh, this is the transfer pump. There's a transfer pump right up on the left hand side, just by the fuel filter. And it brings the fuel from the tank, and then it pushes that up to the P pump. But what I've heard, but what I was told by the by the Snap-on guy that I bought my truck from, he was saying that if that pump goes bad, it causes a lot of it could cause a lot of other damage. Is that true, or does he, did he not know wow. what he's talking about? No, I don't know. I never seen it. P pumps are usually bulletproof. So I don't know what he's talking about it hmm. because the P pump is one of the, the Bosch P pump is one of the best fuel pumps on the market because the thing is that it's idiot proof and anybody can change this thing. Right. Where other ones you have to time it. And right. And play with it. Right. I've never heard that with a P pump. But hmm. I, it's like any else. If something goes wrong with the one of the injector nozzles, it'll go right through, right? Right. But uh, I've never heard of that one. Uh, the twenty-four valve is still a six BT, isn't that correct, uh, Badge? It's just yeah. electronic. It's got the oh, electronic yeah. fuel rail right. on it. It's got a. Yeah. It's got a. It does have a lot more power than the manual, I guess. Supposedly, I don't know about that. Oh yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say twice, but it's got a good hunk. See, that's the good thing about electronics, is you could buy a chip for it, and you can change it from whatever. I think most of them are around 220, 225, and you can pump them right up to like four, 400, 450. Right, horsepower. And what what would that be torque-wise, yeah. like 1,200 pounds of torque? Uh, pretty close, nine something. Yeah, that'd be that'd be almost as much power as you're going to get out of uh, the Cummings. Uh, what is it? The the eight. Eight, eight point three. Yeah, the eight point three. Yeah. That's, yeah. That a lot of school buses have in it. That's actually the. You got to remember, they take that six BT engine and they put that in cement mixers, right? And all kinds of hose. Uh, backhoes and loaders and everything because it's such a range of power. Yep. You can change it on a heartbeat. Yeah, the thing about that, you know, that snap-on truck of mine is not a small vehicle. And uh, and I've told people, I said, I can jump out on the freeway. And if I want to if I want to spend the money on the fuel, because it costs fuel, but if I yeah. want to get in it and jump out there and get in front of traffic, I have no problem doing that. I mean, it's no, and it, that's the thing. It goes right. I mean, you as like, much you put your foot in it, and you're out there, like, which a I lot of bigger vehicles uh, aren't like B, that. The six BT two twenty four valve in a 06 Dodge, uh, one ton, and I could put on a Bobcat trailer, and I could still do one hundred and twenty <laughs> kilometers an hour. You're right. Yeah, so I, I didn't say it didn't. It was cheap on gas. Right. Do. You, uh, 
So you know Wes, Transcendence Existence, because I took a picture. As a matter yeah. of fact, the last picture I took of you, I, the last picture I took from RTR was when I ran into you and Wes, and there was somebody else that was at the uh, laundromat. Oh, yeah, Schooly Palooza. And uh, when we were leaving and I saw you guys at the laundromat and I took a picture of all three of you guys, and yeah. I still never put that on my uh, Instagram. I actually put a picture yeah, of Wes my... Is, uh... He's in Nebraska now. Is he Nebraska? He's, he's running. He's got a shop in Nebraska. I thought he was. I thought he was in Wichita, Kansas. Or, sorry, Kansas. You're yeah, right. Wichita, sorry. Kansas. Yeah, Kansas. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he's he was doing roof raises and all that stuff. He was. Uh, he was talking about because uh, him and uh, Chris Penn from the Off Grid Schoolie. Yeah. Him used to be Chris Travels. Yeah. Now he's Off Grid Schoolie. Now he Not just finished. Tour. He just finished that school bus, getting it painted, and man, that thing is nice. That raised roof school bus he's been working on yeah, for three I years. I was, I was raging, Chris, for about a week over that one. He's a he's actually because the thing about it is, is, you take a look at that bus, and you've seen it last year, mm -hmm. and this thing is looks like a piece of scrap that came out of the junkyard. And this thing is like a Taj Mahal on the inside. Yeah, well, it's he like just it's unbelievable. He just painted it now. I mean, it's it's beautiful. Yeah. He painted it white it looks and black. Really good. Yeah, he put the alcohol wheels on it. And uh, West, did you see yeah. that? You know, West went in there and they they actually took all of that undercarriage that's wasted airspace. They actually cut all that out and built him yeah, undercarriage. Yeah, they actually built that all out. So it's it's a really really turned yeah, out to be a nice man. bus. That's a lot of storage. A lot of storage. Uh, but he's got the 8B3, 8.3 in that bus with the 3060 Allison. Is that correct? Or 3080? Yeah. Who's this? Chris or Wes? Like no, Chris. Same motor. Chris. Chris Penn in that yeah. big bus. He's got the 8.3. I think Wes is going to dump that one of his. Yeah. He does, he says that. And put in either an 8.3 or an L10. Because he said that uh, uh, Wes, actually, they have a, uh, it's called Schoolie campus or schooly school or something like that, that they did yeah. uh that you can pay a uh, like 250 dollars and they'll teach you they'll everything about school they'll show you how to do it all. yeah schooly academy that's yeah. what it's called and very uh good, very good program very good program i was actually watching some of those videos but yeah. wes was talking about his bus yeah. and that uh i guess his is 30 35 foot with uh with a porch thing on the back of it that he hauls his motorcycle on yeah. But he was saying yeah. that his five nine is not quite. It's under his bus is underpowered. No, the five nine is quite. You, you got to put a, and that's what they didn't do. They didn't put the twenty five. If you put the twenty four valve electronic, you'd probably be all right. But it's just if it's not if it's a mechanical, which most of them are, you just can't get the power out of them right because you can't tune there's nothing to tune it or much you, no. much you can do no so well, you can change the nozzles and do all kinds of stuff but the problem with that like you take an 06 dodge when you start playing with power on that one thing the trannies can't take right yeah the transmission that, goes out the automatic can't take it and the standard clutch can't take it so when you put power to it you have to it's just a uh, collateral damage. You just got to keep changing everything else, right? Right. 
Yeah, and the first thing that goes is the transmission. Once you overpower that engine, yeah. or you or you once yeah. you tune the engine, you've overpowered the transmission, and the transmission is yeah. going to be very short lived. Yeah. So what? Like my old six Dodge, I had took three transmissions out of that, and now I got the five seven Dodge, and I haven't even I don't even put that thing in tow mode to haul this trailer. Right, it just pulls it right down the road like it didn't yeah, even back it's there. Just way different so what would Wes have to do he'd have to either change the fuel rail or just get a 24 valve or just get an 8.3 I think he's talking an 8.3 I tried to get him into a I told him a, an L10 which is that's a cat which is a little bit bigger but that's a cat engine L10 that, Cummins. It's a, oh it's a Cummins no L10 is a Cummins the one above the 8.3 oh wow in between the 855 and the 8.3, I think they're a 10 liter or something. So, but the but the but eight they, uh, the 8.3 is a is like the 596 BT. It's a mechanical. It's all mechanical, just like the 6 BT though, right? The 8.3, or is it got no, electronic fuel rail? Electronic. Too. Oh, you can. Hmm. And it's got a ton of power. Most of them are 350 horse, right? Right. It, I could be mistaken, but I I heard though that that engine that eight three that eight point three I think I'm pretty right on this that it I think it weighs seventeen hundred pounds. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 yeah consider you know when and but what the reason I'm saying that is if you take like a you know my camper my Bertha that I you know my first camper that I was full time in that thing's got a four forty big block four forty in it. That big block 440 only weighs like 780 or 800 pounds. That's right. That's the difference between gas and diesel. You're right. Is is how heavy a diesel is. Yeah. If exactly. You, if you put an but eight, if you put an eight three in a, a if you put an eight three in a pickup, you'd have to build the whole suspension up to hold it. Uh, you'd probably have to take the suspension out and put blocks in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. And it'd beat you to death. Yeah. That's probably why nobody's using those to swap into pickups. I did see one, though, well, on no, deep. You could take a 5.7 right. and put a chip in it, and you'd have way more horse than you'll ever get out of 8.3. Right, true. Yeah, if you tune it and put a chip in it, that makes that's true. Yeah. I actually saw, do you know, who? have you seen D-Boss Garage, the YouTube channel? No. There's a YouTube channel uh, called D-Boss Garage, and he's, he's a, actually a diesel mechanic up there. He's a diesel expert up there in Canada. Uh, I'm not sure where in Canada he is, though, but he's got a really popular YouTube channel. And I talked to him when he first started his channel. I think he's got close to a million subscribers or something like that now. But when he first started, he took a uh, like a Tahoe, like a 2010 Tahoe, Chevy Tahoe, and pulled the uh, 350 out of it and put a 4BT Cummins in it. And that's what he started his yeah. channel. That's what he started his channel on. And now he's just doing all kinds of diesel swaps but he he did a he he had a it's guy not a big deal now because right ken Kroos in uh in montana billings montana he you take him in you take him a chevy a dodge a ford and and say okay ken put in a and he'll put in a 6bt 12 valve or 24 whatever you want it he'll just thousand dollars for how much? Eighteen. 
That's what a brand new motor. That's what he a brand new motor. That's actually not a bad deal. I mean, if you got no, a yeah, if you got a really good body you know, for like a, ten grand and then put a brand new engine in it, you got yeah, you'd have a twenty. Yeah. yeah. It might be a little more now, but that was that was a couple of years ago. But you know, you take a guy who's got the six liter boat anchors, and it and they love the truck, which I gotta admit, the Ford truck is pretty good. And put a six Cummins in it. Right. Then you get a really good rig. That's very true. Yeah, exactly. So let's jump in. I'm going to jump in here really quick and show uh, the uh, D-Boss Garage. So uh, he's got 465,000 subscribers. And I remember when he started this channel not that long ago. But uh, I wish I knew where he was in Canada. But he is a, he's a fellow Canadian up there. I'm surprised you haven't heard of him. He's in Dunville, Ontario. Yeah, Ontario, Dunville, yeah. Yeah. So that's the other side of the country from you, isn't it? Okay, so Hawaii. Yeah, that's where I'm from. Oh, is it? Well. Yeah, not Dunville. I'm from Sarnia. Okay. But uh, he's a, he he does all kinds of diesel swaps, and it's interesting to watch his it is, it's interesting to watch his channel. But the other day, the reason I brought him up is uh, he had a guy on there that uh, he had a, gosh, I think it was a Ford I think it was a Ford, uh, and the guy did a cat swap. He put a cat engine in it. Uh, yeah. That cat 30, what is it, a 3060, or I can't think of the name. The 3208? 3208, yeah. He put a 3208 in a, a pickup. It's a big motor for a pickup. Big, big motor for a pickup. I was going to see if I could find that video. It's actually a pretty interesting video. But it was a, just a flatbed pickup. I mean, it wasn't anything really fancy. It was just a flatbed pickup with a straight, just a regular cab you on it. You can put almost anything in. I seen a Ford a van, and the guy had taken a Perkins tractor and took the Perkins engine and transmission in it, and it was just fine. Wow. So here's a diesel swap that he did bad. Let's, uh, let's see what it says here. Let's see if I can bring it up. Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Club. Oh, we gotta get, we gotta get through the advertisement. The greatest stories and characters, the largest. All right, guys, Lots of advertising. Uh, you'll know that we bought a 1993 F-350 with a 460 gas in it. Figure to give you guys an update on it. Right now, there's a lot of things kind of going on in the background while we don't have a truck. But anyway, that's the kind of thing he does, is he'll take a, a Ford like that, and he's going to probably put a 6bt or something in it but it's a pretty yeah. pretty interesting yeah, I mean, channel i can't remember there's a company in the states they have you could buy the adapter rings because they put a 60 bt and you got you got to buy the bell housing adapter and you can bolt it right up to the ford transmission right yeah, I've actually yeah. seen that. That used to be the big thing doing the swap was everybody trying to figure out how to adapt the 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 engine yeah, to the transmission, like, trying trying to build a plate like or we whatever. Grew, grew up in the '60s, it wasn't a big deal. They put any motor in any car. Right. Yeah, you just swapped them out. Everything yeah. was mechanical. There wasn't any computers, so you just took them and swapped them right no, out. You just, well, you can't do that. Why not? My car, my first car was a 78 Trans Am and it had the 403 small block in it. And I blew that thing up and I ended up buying an old Buick 
that only had like 33,000 miles on it or 32,000 miles that uh, it was owned by an elderly lady. But that thing was a it was a boat. You know what I mean? It was a big, big car. But it had a, uh, a nice motor. In it, though. Yeah, it had a 455 Olds in it. So we pulled that 455 Olds out of it and bored it 30 over and dropped that thing into my Trans Am. And I put a Top Gun nitrous oxide system on it, put Hurst, uh, put a Hurst shifter in it, uh, put a, uh, God, I can't remember what that high performance transmission, a T and, a T and can't remember what the transmission was. It was a high performance drag, drag transmission with a Hurst shifter and uh Hurst traction bars. I mean, I went all out on oh, it. And that, yeah. Yeah. And that thing was, I mean, it was, the, I called it the screaming Eagle cause it would run. It would flat out run. Oh. Yeah, there's no weight. 411 Posi tractor area in. That thing would, it would move. Yeah, Buick. going down with the gas station. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, but the truth is, a uh, badge back then, I could put $10 in that thing and drive it for two or three exactly. days because $10 would give you over a half tank. Because ga- yeah. gas was, you know, a dollar, 99 cents, 89 cents a gallon or something like that. We got, uh, let's see, we got Jared, you guys taking call-ins. No, I'm not set up right now for call-ins, Jared. Uh, I apologize. We're not actually taking any call-ins. Hopefully, uh, that'll be something that I can uh, add to the show. I actually have a uh, piece of equipment here that's my mixer, and it's actually got a thing where you can hook an iPhone to it, so you can take call-ins, but unfortunately, I bought the thing. It wasn't cheap, but it's never worked. Never been able to get it to work, but I got to get a hold of uh, Zoom. Uh, that makes it and see if I can get them guys to either give me another one or help me get this one working. So I can, we could take some call-ins. So what are you going to, what do you, oh, I, I wanted to say, uh, I want to uh, jump in here because I, I actually went to your YouTube channel badge and those Rice Krispie treats with those big fat Canadian marshmallows that you guys made looked absolutely delicious. <laughs> I haven't never yeah. seen marshmallows like that. It was crazy, you know, because we got these maple marshmallows because everything in Canada is maple, right? Yeah, I've never, so I've never even seen those. Started though. with maple marshmallows. So the first year we go down with two bags, and everybody's oh, they loved them, right? So last year we went down with a case, like 10, 12 bags. Right. Back with any. So now we didn't go down this year, and can we get some of them marshmallows? So yeah, it's we've been sending them all over the place. So, you could yeah. you could probably make a good side hustle badge uh, since you're not doing a lot of mechanic work by oh, sell yeah. by but, selling those maple marshmallows because I've never even seen money to send them down. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So I'm gonna so guys uh. Uh, everybody that's in the room, I'm going to be uh, posting a link right now in the room in the chat for you guys. That's actually a uh, it's a link to Bad's YouTube channel. So if you want to go watch him and his uh, lady make some uh, some of these uh, rice, what do you, what do you guys call them here in the states? We call them rice crispy treats, but you called them something else. Yeah, crispy squares. It's crispy squares. Yeah, uh, maple crispy squares. That's maple. funny because we got the see the the problem is is that this time is. This whole year has been terrible, so there's no humor out there at all. Right. So me and Al, we just and Saucy decide to to do this thing, and it was just funny. The dog bowl, I still laugh. About I saw, that. I saw that. Yeah. 
Your girl didn't know what to think yeah. about that though when she asked you for that for a pant or for a bowl and you handed her or dog. She asked yeah. you for a pan and you handed her the dog Here's bowl, the dog, dog bowl. pan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the dog bowl. Yeah. It looked like it, kind of it, it. It looked like those uh, Canadian marshmallows were so thick, though, that you were having to do most of the stirring there because uh, it looked like they were coagulated. Well, she did most. Of, she did, oh, did most she? of it. It was uh, well, except for when we put the crispies in. But she did most of the marshmallows. It's, it's pretty tough. That stuff pretty thick. But those marshmallows are so good. Yeah, they look. They looked amazing. Like it, oh, they're so good. The maple ones. One of our regulars left the room, uh, Matilda. I don't know if you've you've probably already left, but if not, uh, thanks for joining 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 us, Matilda, uh, and Merry Christmas to you as well. Uh, Random Nomad says I'll have to check it out uh, once the stream is done. Yeah, look pretty. It looked pretty amazing. Look, uh, they look yeah, look pretty, pretty amazing. So, can you just buy those marshmallows at in like any supermarket there? I guess. I guess they're no. just. In Canada, it's all superstore, uh, like President's Choice, like it's a whole chain. But the funny thing about it is they're made in uh, Minnesota, I think it is, or Wisconsin. Wow. And the thing, um, a friend of mine found them, what was that? Huh? On the East Coast somewhere. Hmm. And found them and they were the same thing but different bag right wow yeah so they're not so they're not actually canadian marshmallows they're actually united states marshmallows you just you guys just no, lay claim to states. you guys just yeah. lay claim to them yeah but they call yeah. them maple marshmallows well, President choice probably goes in there and says okay make us five or six thousand pounds of these marshmallows right so they make a batch and them to Canada. Smart. They looked amazing. I've never, I've, I'd never even heard of them badge until I saw your YouTube video. I'd never even heard of them. Didn't know there was any such thing as Canadian yeah, or maple marshmallows. Pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, oh, Freedom Dove. Hey, Freedom Dove. What's going on, girl? Good to see you. Uh, oh, uh, Freedom Dove says bad echo on badges in. Hmm. I don't hear it. Does anybody else hear uh, badges echo? I don't hear an echo. So what do you think, Badge? You think, uh, I was just, I was trying to figure out what to title this video exactly. Uh, and I was actually going to title it RTR 2021 to see if I could stir up some controversy because, uh, I think, uh, 2020, I, th I think, uh, I think, I think, uh, RTR jumped, jumped the shark last year or this year. Don't you think so? Even after COVID, even th when things come back, even if COVID, I think even if COVID hadn't, you know, uh, kind of decimated 2020, I still don't think there would have been an RTR this year. Do you, or this uh, coming up in 2021, do you think there would have been one? It's hard to say because if, if they can make a dollar, they'll have it. But yeah. The problem is, is that it's got too big. Yeah, that's it true. It got way too big. Too there's way out of manageability now. They're uh, uh, they're they're a victim of their own success, I guess. Uh, Pretty much, yeah. Another thing, though, is I actually uh, was watching a video by Lines Crew, and he made a good point that uh, you know a a big part of the problem was that um, I guess a big part of the problem was that uh, you know Bob doesn't want to have any fun. 
you know, people, a lot of people travel out to that thing because they want it, they want to have some fun. And uh, Bob yeah, does, even, you know, he doesn't want, he, he didn't want to have any fun. I don't even know if I want to get into that one. <laughs> I'm not, oh, I know the guy and yeah. It's like watching paint dry, I'll tell you. But I think, but that's why, um, you know, that in, in all seriousness, that's why the party uh, R got so popular so quick. And I don't know. I think that might have rubbed Bob the wrong way as well. But the party R got got yeah, so what? Yeah. The, the party RTR is all the party R, and you know the guys, and I know the guys. Yep. And all they are doing, all they want to do is have a, is get together and talk to everybody. You're stuck in a desert for three months. So what are you going to do? Sit in your RV and at the LTVA and do nothing? They want to go out and meet people and have drinks with people and that. So that's all the park yard was. If if Bob would have went over there and grabbed him and give him a big hug, it would have been a big deal. I completely agree. I mean, that's the first year our, uh, I went in 2019, and uh that's exactly where I headed was to the party R. I went right to the party R. Uh, you know, twenty nineteen exactly. was twenty nineteen was the last you really r- the last really good year of the RTR was twenty nineteen. Yeah. yeah. Um, like you know the guys and I know the guys like Barger and Kyle, right? And Aja and all them people. You know them just the same as me, and they're the nicest people on the planet, right? And all they want to do is just sit around, have a couple of beers, and play a couple of songs. That's it. That's yeah. all they want to do. Well, you know. And so Bob thinks that everybody should should play to his tune, and I don't buy it. So, and I, the party RTR, I've got my vote because they went and they jammed that the RTR into a spot where they nobody could go. And the party went right beside them. Right. It's our it's BLM land. Well, well, you were there in twenty. You, know, you nobody were nobody owns it exactly. You were there in uh, twenty eighteen because in twenty eighteen that's when the big thing happened with Nomadic Fanatic, uh, when they set up their little uh, you know they set up their little karaoke thing and Bob actually went down there and told them to turn the music off and stuff. So that was a big. Uh, you know, it was a big, and that's why the next year they did the party, the party R, which that's where, that's where the, the best time was, was at the party R. You know, this is such a gray area, you know, because the problem is I knew, I knew everything that went on. And the problem was, it's like, I know these people like right. Eric and Aja and Kyle and all, and Paul and all them guys, they're the nicest people on the planet. And the music wasn't really that loud. Right. Well, you know, Tile's got the, he's got the stage set up and he's got the big setup now. And it's, I mean, it's great. I mean, you know, the last year in 20, the end of the 2019, you had the van build, you had the uh, Boondockers bash, and then you had the RTR and uh, Tile and Aja, they all had that set up at the at the van build, and then they added at the Boondockers bash, and then it moved over to the. Or we didn't move; it just stayed basically because ever because RTR yeah. was in it was in Parker, uh, so yeah. it it was. But the funny thing is, uh, the it was the van build that was in Parker, but by the time uh, RTR came around, I had already moved to Quartzsite, and that's where the party the party R was. Oh, wow. yeah. 
the RTR was halfway in between at La Paz. Uh, yeah, it was at the fairground. Fairgrounds, fairgrounds yeah. It, it was pretty uh, pretty desolate from what I saw. I didn't even go, I, and I don't know anybody that did. No, I never. I never that, even ventured hey, over there. That's the that's the thing that happened to the RTR. Now, if Bob would have done his homework and said, "Okay, the RTR is for people that get into the nomad." like a year, two years, and you want to learn how to do stuff, come to the RTR and we'll teach it. That's what it was originally right, designed right. for. Right, Very that true. Was originally. Now, if you guys want to, if all you YouTubers want to get together and have a party, go over to the party RTR. Right. That's exactly what I said. Which ain't a problem. Yep. I totally, that's exactly what I said. The funny thing is, is um, I, I wish I would stop saying that. I say that like 50 times every episode. But the uh, the RTR, it, for those of you who never went, uh, it, people don't understand how big a draw it is for people that came to the, the, the last, in 2019, a lot of people came to that RTR just to see YouTubers. It was the craziest thing. Yeah. You would see people there that were out looking for YouTubers. They were out looking yeah. for Camper Van Kevin and all of these different big YouTubers. They wanted to see YouTubers. And then all the YouTubers yeah. ended, ended up moving on. That's like I said, though. Like, they they missed the ball. Like, they had, like, you take, for instance, the one you're talking about. They had 10,000 people there. And now, if all them YouTubers, there had to have been probably... A thousand of them, I would say. Probably. And Bob should have got them guys together and say, okay, at three o'clock at this entrance, we're going to have a signing. Right. Exactly. And all the YouTubers can get there and sign all and sign Merch, autographs, autographs and whatever. Yep. They, they really missed the boat in that one. Just like at the drag race. I, to I totally agree. I totally agree with that. And, you know, instead of just everybody just kind of mulling around, you know, in their own little cliques, which is kind of the way it was. We're trying to fight with them. Yeah. Just yeah. work with it. Yep. And I totally agree. Uh, Freedom Dove says, I think a separate RTR and party R is a good thing. Well, the thing is, Freedom it Dove is. is, yeah, it is a good thing. But the thing is, is in 2019, which was the last big RTR, uh, you had the party R was literally right next, right next to the RTR, but there was a, yeah. there was a wash in between the two, but I walked over one night to the RTR because I, uh, Paul Barger was actually in the RTR and step van row. Yeah. And I was parked in my RV, uh, with another friend of mine, her and I parked over in the party R, uh, when we first came in. So we, so I walked over one night to the RTR to see Paul and it was maybe 10, 15 or 10, 20. And I got over there and there wasn't a light on anywhere. And you could have heard, uh, you could have heard a pin drop. I mean, it was so quiet at 10 o'clock because everybody shut it down because they were terrified of Bob. But then you go back to the to the R and it was nice. Oh, we might have lost Badge. Looks like we lost him. He's uh he's up there in Canada and doesn't have a really good uh doesn't have a really good internet connection. So he he must have uh we must have lost him or his phone might have went dead because he was on his phone. Anyway, guys, uh, I want to show you. I got some stickers, some of Badge's stickers here, and uh, these are stickers from uh, RTR. Uh, that he handed uh, handed to me at RTR. If anybody wants one, 
uh, I got, I'm going to keep one for myself, but if you guys want one, uh, whoever leaves me the best few comments, the best couple of comments, I'll pick up some comments, uh, after the show's over, comment what you think of the show or what we discussed and, uh, and let me know. And, uh, I'll uh, send you one of badges. Uh, I'll send you one of badges, uh, stickers. Oh, there we go. We got them back. I was just showing everybody badge. I got some of your stickers right here, buddy. Yeah. Badge. Everybody wants one. There you go. Everybody Look needs that. one. Yep. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to. Uh, if you run out, let me know. I'll send you some down. Okay. I'm gonna give them to some of the listeners. Whoever makes the best comment in the uh, in the comment section after the show's over. And guys, uh, if you uh, haven't subscribed, if you'd uh, hit that subscribe button, I would appreciate it. And uh, if you've enjoyed the show, give us a thumbs up. And uh, it helps us in the YouTube algorithm. Let's see what Freedom Dove says. Freedom Dove says, I love you, Raven Badge. Is that a good comment? That's a great comment. Uh, Step Van Dan says, great stickers. Keep my van running because I put it on. Uh, keeps my van running because I put it on the hood. <laughs> he yeah. wants a border to open so I can go down and fix it. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think everybody wants the border open so you can get down here, Badge. Have you done any diesel heater installations this year, this winter? Probably not. Yeah, matter of fact, well, I didn't didn't physically put my finger on it, but I uh, Paula from Van Vita Travels did hers. Oh. And I phoned her and told her how to do it. You so, basically walked so her did. through it. Yeah. Wow. You know what you might do, Badge, is just uh, do a little, uh, you know, do a YouTube video, but, you know, charge it, you know, charge like 15, 20 bucks to uh, show somebody exactly how you put it all together. Do like a little informative video. Nah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's against my green. <laughs> I know. You like to, I just, you're all about I paying just, it forward. That's why you, that's why you have such yeah, good karma. Exactly. That's why you have such good karma. Freedom Dove no, says, yeah, like we... The soap. We don't make nothing off the soap. Right. We miss seeing Badge here this year, stupid Not Rona. Sure. Where are you at, Freedom Dove? Are you, uh, I know, in your suburban suburban overland, uh, overlander. Where, where are, you, are you in Arizona right now, Freedom Dove? Uh, Freedom Dove says, Badge is like me. I just want to teach no charge. So uh, my question to you is, Badge, is uh, I know you've been full-time for like 20 years. What do you do to uh, earn an income? You know, that's what everybody wants to know. I mean, a lot of people go to the RTR to try to figure out how they can actually uh, generate an income and uh, live on the road full-time. I think that's probably the number one hottest question. So do you get like a retirement pension or from Canada or like how do you do it? Yeah. You do? Okay. Yeah, a retirement pension from Canada. It's, and then we just live in, that's like with with the pension, we couldn't live in a house. Right. We, we couldn't afford it. Couldn't afford so that's it. That's why we got the trailer. But the trailer, we can live quite comfortable. Gotcha. I think that, well, that's, you know, it's a lot of people. I mean, the same way for me, you know, it's, uh, I'm in LA and, you know, I, uh, I had a big studio in downtown Long Beach that I rented for seven years and it was $3,300 a month. Yeah. 
And then I look back $3,300 a month times 12 times seven years, I could have bought a house and paid for it and paid for it in Texas or, you know, so many other states and it's just money gone. So, uh, I said, you know, even if I stayed here in, in this vicinity of the the Los Angeles vicinity, which I'm ready to get out of, but at that, I, you know, at one time I was pretty in love with this place and didn't want to leave, but I couldn't afford to stay here anymore. uh, Or I didn't want to pay these exorbitant rent costs. And, uh, that's one reason I went into vehicle dwelling, but, uh, you know, it's just, you, you say you can save, you just save so much money. Yeah. Like you still have the same amount of cost to, yeah. to live. Yeah, you do. Like if you can't live, the, you can't, moving into a vehicle ain't going to help you anything. Exactly. But, like when you can live and then you save the rent and you're, it's a lot of money. It is. Like we got, we had to go and rent a house in Edmonton. It was like eighteen hundred dollars, right? Just for the rent. Just for we the don't rent. Don't even make that much. Yeah. So, and then you and then you add utilities on top of that because nobody's nobody pays the yeah, utilities exactly. anymore. So then you got electric and gas and uh, uh, insurance and everything else. I kind of worry about this pandemic. Uh, I just I have I have this uh, feeling that. Uh, that we, you know, everybody's kind of just, uh, you know, just, just move it, still moving forward. But I got, I have a bad feeling that, cause we're locking everything down again here in the States, here in LA, everything is shut down again. Yeah, it's, they're and, trying to do it here too. And I have a bad feeling that, uh, this may be the one that breaks the camel's back. Cause I was, I went a couple of mornings ago, uh, over to the bank here. I said it on one of my last podcasts. I went to the bank. I got to the bank at 630 because I have two banks. I have Bank of America and I have Wells Fargo, but I pay my bills out of my Wells Fargo account. So I went to, uh, and the banks are right next to each other. They're literally side by side. So I go to Bank of America to the ATM to pull my cash out to deposit into the ATM in the Wells Fargo. Well, you, there's no, there's no cash. You can't get cash. There's no cash at the Bank of America. No. Well, I was like, huh. So I go, I walk around to the Wells Fargo. The Wells Fargo doesn't have any cash either. I'm like, well, I guess I'll have to drive to a different branch and grab some cash. And then while I was at the Bank of America, there was like four Hispanic guys there. And one of the guys goes, man, this is the fifth Bank of America I've been to. And none of them have any cash. And so it, I, it made me, it made me go, huh. And then I walked, uh, going to get worse. It's going to get worse. That's what I'm saying. And then I walked a little ways from there uh, over to the grocery store to go into the grocery store and get buy a couple of things. And uh, as I crossed the street, I saw a uh, moderately attractive, probably 32 to maybe 34. Uh, she might have been 27, 28. She was in that age range. Moderately attractive woman and uh, with a really nice body, pretty, pretty lady. And she was holding a sign, a cardboard sign, uh, you know, made out of like poster board. It wasn't like a box or something that she ripped apart. It was like a, co- a, a poster board sign she got like at a craft store or something. And it said on there, I have two kids. Uh, I lost my job in like August or something like that. I lost my job in August due to COVID. I can't afford to buy my two kids anything for Christmas. Anything that you can give helps. And I was like, and I said to myself, oh, because I hadn't seen anything like that. 
I've wondered if we would, but I think that's going to be the tip. I think this is going to be the tipping. Everybody's uh, really worried about 2020 and how bad 2020 has been. I really worry that 2021 may be a lot worse. That may be with it, you know, right around the new year, maybe when the dam here in L.A. breaks uh, and everything really goes to hell in a handbasket. Hopefully not, but we'll see. Because I think that uh, there's millions of people down there like that. Yeah, exactly. And there's because th- you can't just shut the country down, and and you just can't do it. I, like I don't know how the mums and pops are going to survive. Well, they're not. The only reason that Amazon and Walmart's doing that is because it's no touchy, no feely. Yeah, and well, and you know, and people are ordering so everything that's offline. How they're surviving. They're ordering everything offline right now because they still got enough money. So how how are things? How are is everything locked down up there? What's going on up in Canada? Because I really don't know what's going on up there. Uh, well, Canada is its own. It's a little different because they control the situation very good, and we don't have nowhere near the numbers that you guys have. right. And but like when we're like you got to remember that in Canada, in LA County, from the ocean to to maybe Palm Springs, that whole LA County area. Yeah, we have the population of the entire That's country how of many Canada. People live in Canada, right? Thirty-three million. Right. So it's it's sporadically. See, people are spread out so a lot. It's a little different. Right. Scenario. Yeah, for sure. So, well, but the thing is, is that it's, it's locked down right now, but it's not, it's just you can't move and can't move across the borders and you can't, like even for Christmas, you can only allow whoever's in the house and maybe two more, two people can come and visit. That's about it. But the problem is, is that we don't have the numbers. You know, right. And yeah, it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see where it goes. Step Van Dan says I haven't had a paycheck for a year now, scraping like a fool. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a lot of people. Oh yeah. You know the funny thing is, there I go saying that again. Uh, the the thing I think about though is being vehicle dwellers. Uh, we were ahead of the curve on that one because uh, we don't have a lot of these people. I have a lot of friends here in LA that are paying crazy amounts of money for rent and they haven't paid rent in months and they don't know what they're going to do. And that, you know, the rent, the thing about it is the rents like say 17, 17, we started going to the States all the time and we thought we were poverty stricken. You know, we're living in a trailer, living on very little money. And we thought, you know, we made it work because right. you just have to, right? You don't have to, you know, you don't use your credit cards or nothing. And um, then we get down there this year and we're like the the high paid ones this year. Right. So it's kind of weird, really, but. Well, let me ask you this, Badge. Up there in Canada, do you, do you, you know, because down here it can be very tricky. You've been in the States. You've boondocked here in the States and been all over the States. Yeah. And it can be tricky pulling a camper and camping places. And, you know, the Walmarts just, uh, over a thousand Walmarts just did away with overnight parking. 
There's no more overnight parking in Walmart here in the States. Uh, but so well, are, I can see that coming. I did too. Uh, do, do you have a piece of property up there or do you stay at an RV park or what? No. no. So what we do is the biggest thing we try to do is, um, is find friends that we can boondock on their land or whatever. Like down in the States, we use BLM. Up here, we use Crown Land when we can, but we got a friend here that's got 300 acres, so he said, oh, yeah, just stay there. And, you know, we just don't use our own stuff. We have our own power. We get our own water and everything. So it doesn't really cost them for us to be here. You know, we cut the grass and clean up the trees and we'll keep an eye on the place and stuff like that. Gotcha. Totally makes sense. Yeah, I was just wondering how you were, you know, how are you doing up there? Because, you know, that's one of the problems here, you know, in Southern California. Parking is, it's so hard to find parking. And even like uh, trying to rent an RV space for a month, you might as, in some places you could rent an apartment because it's, you know, seven, eight, nine hundred dollars Some places, if you're close to the beach, it's, you know, twelve, thirteen hundred dollars $1,300 a month for an RV, just an RV plate, you know, place to, to, to be. So I was just wondering how you, uh, you know, how you doing it up there. Like, like Vancouver, for instance, all the snowbirds couldn't, like, you go down around there, like we're seeing it everywhere. Yuma, Quartzsite, Ehrenberg, Parker, Lake Havasu. The places are barren because none of the Canadians are there. Oh, yeah, that's true. And that's going to have a huge effect on them. Right. Like, I'm thinking that I'm not perfect, but I think that the Canadians probably drop anywhere from 30 to 50 million a year down there in the in the winter time yeah it's just like the you know and that's a lot of money minnesota and uh minnesota wisconsin uh michigan they all uh all of those snowbirds they had to florida during the winter so yeah it totally makes sense yeah. but I, I don't think people are just traveling around it's not you know people even in the states aren't moving around like they uh they usually do but there are some people, you know, a lot of the tribe wow. and stuff are in courtside. I saw not a lot of them, but they look like there's probably 10 or 15 rigs out there no, for Thanksgiving, I guess. Not even. We were talking to Russ and he, I figure he figures there's half of what there was last year. Really? Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's only three so, hours. It's only three hours for me. Do you really want the porter to be open if that's the problem? Well, if I don't you think have that many numbers like I don't think that's the problem though, but you guys know. you guys wouldn't want people coming up from the states into Canada if you guys don't have a big big problem with the, you know, with the COVID though. You wouldn't want a bunch of you wouldn't want, you know, it'd be risking it having people people coming north into Canada. You know, it probably wouldn't be a big it wouldn't be a big deal for you guys coming south cuz you know, you don't have the numbers in Canada, but if you had people migrating from you know, down here, up there, it could, you know, cause a break, a breakout, I guess, up there. That's well, probably what they're looking what at. They're worried about. Yeah, that's what they're worried about. Well, all right, Mr. Badge. That without no, I don't, see, we're in Canada, so, and the problem was that we lost our travel insurance. We only had two weeks, oh. two weeks to get back when the COVID broke out because we lost our travel insurance. So, you know how much a, and you know how much a, the hospital cost down there. 
So do you really want to crapshoot it and think, well, we can probably make it? Right. You know? No. Not at all. Yeah, that does make sense. See, and, and like this year, you know, we're no, we're not nomads. We're travelers. We keep moving around, try to go spots and stuff. And since we come back from COVID, this trailer hasn't moved one mile. It's, it's just been stationary since we come back in March. You haven't, you haven't, you haven't went anywhere since March. No. Wow. No. Well, all right, Mr. Badge. Uh, usually run this thing about an hour. Last few episodes we've went over. Yeah. We're pushing a, an hour and 15, so I'm going to let you go. But I do want to thank you so much, buddy, okay. for uh, coming on and uh, really enjoyed uh, catching up with you. Too bad it's not in person at RTR, but I don't know. What do you think? Do you think we'll ever have anything like an RTR again? I think it's done. What do you think? I think, no, I think they'll have, they have to have the RTR. The RTR is a major institution they just got to get the ground rules like like one like i told bob all this stuff two years and you got to have people that are the minimum maximum of two years that have been nomads right and get it back down to where it's manageable like right. the two to three thousand mark right not this ten fifteen thousand and if if he can if he can get the get the license from BLM, which is very expensive, and then put in a party RDR next to it. Yeah. Or the YouTube YouTube get together or whatever you want. Well the other thing you know I the, know people go there to see the YouTubers. Right. I know that. The other I'm thing not he could naive. The but other the thing is is that you gotta cater to these people and the bob wells of the world all he wants to do is teach people how to live in vans right so that's what he has to do and if you got five or six or a thousand youtubers running around how can you do that exactly so you know, he's got to get back to what he used to do. The other thing, you know, I mean, I know that Bob doesn't want to do it because he's just like you, all about paying it forward and doing free stuff. And that's what he, you know, that's where he started cheap RV living was so he could, you know, teach people for free, you know, how to van dwell and be a vehicle dweller. But the truth is, I mean, it, you know, as large as, as, RTR God, I think that it stressed him out a lot, which I know I know it did because I heard that, that he was very stressed out the last year that it was really big in 2019. He was overwhelmed by it, but and he was overwhelmed by the amount of money because even the dumpsters were like 20, I don't know, it was like 20 grand just for the dumpsters. I think uh, it, I, he, he really needs, he, not, I think, I think, I think. He, he, he needs, it, it, there ne- he needs to run it the way it should be. And last year it was run by the people. Right. I really now, I really think, though, you I know. I would be- never go to it anyway because I don't, it's not for me. Right. I've been at this for 25 years. Yeah. So why would I have to go there to learn how to, yeah, to- cook in a stove or do how to wash my clothes with right. no money? and Yeah. It's like that's what the people have to remember. The RTDR is not a get together. It's a place for people to get together to learn how to do stuff. Right. Yeah, you're and very right. 
a person that's been at it for 25 years is not a place to go to the RTR. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you, you came in more handy at the van build. You think there'll be another exactly, van build? Because that's what I do. What do you think about all this? I'm, I don't want to like drudge this up, but I guess there's, you know, I don't guess there's drama going on with Jamie and that whole uh, bus thing that he was building out for the, for, uh, I can't think of her name. And I guess that all went sideways, but I mean, you think she would understand with COVID and everything that that could happen. I told, I told, no, I, um, I made a comment. He should just I give her the bus that, and give her the money. Uh, I and talked to Jamie about it yesterday. And, and the thing about it is, is I, somebody is feeding her information because she knew more about this van than anybody. And Jamie hasn't got a bad bone in his body right and like i told him just get out of it yeah that's what I, that's what i better come just give her the van and give and her here's the stuff yeah. and if you want to do it do it because all it's going to do is blemish him and yeah. he has got a like you got cc on the on the chat she can tell you yeah right like this guy doesn't know her she doesn't know him and he comes out and gives her a van yeah for sure like, come on. Yep. Really? So I just think it's. You just can't I make everybody Jamie happy. Brought it up, but then I think it's just a. I don't think it's a bad. In, in, I just think it's they got to get it straightened out because it's going to drag a lot of stuff down. Yeah, I totally agree. I think he, you know you just can't make everybody happy, and the only thing Jamie can do now yeah. is just give her the. Give her the bus. Give her whatever's left over in the GoFundMe, because it seems like she's thinking that he's taking the GoFundMe money. I guess instead of giving, you know, or putting it in her bus or whatever. I don't know. He should just well, give her what's I can left. Honestly, tell you, Jamie would never yeah. take one nickel, nickel. I'll guarantee you that, because he doesn't need the money. Not he's not rich or nothing, but he that's not that's not Jamie right. Damon. Well, the other thing he puts out a GoFundMe account like Cece. Yeah, yeah, okay. for sure. CC, for yep. instance, they took go go fund me money and they put it in, built the van, yep. got it on the road, got it all fixed up, and then any money that was left over, they give the CC to buy clothes, and it was done. Yep. Well, I think another thing is with and, uh, with Liz, isn't her name Liz? I believe. Uh, yeah, something like that. One of the things is is for people that don't know, because I've been, I did a tour of. Uh, oh my gosh. Gosh, I can't think of her name. The first bus that Jamie did, that that, that he gave to the blonde chick that's the survivalist girl. Uh, starts what's with, your name? Start, starts with an R. Can't think, of, can't think of her name. But anyway, uh, I did a, a I did a bus tour at Schooly Palooza of her bus that Jamie did for her. It's very practical. She made it nice, but I think what um, I I I kind of got the impression which was what liz should know is jamie doesn't he's not you know because when people build these rigs out sometimes they're spending like sixty thousand dollars to build the inside of these rigs oh, out yeah. to make to make them that instagram pretty you know what i mean and it sounds like that's what uh -oh. she's expecting is instagram pretty and what jamie does is build something that is practical that you can actually that you can live in it's just it's just livable he's not building you some uh you know pinterest no, pretty yeah he's not building you anything like that you, if you're going to do that you got to do it yourself 
So it kind of seemed like a sure expectations uh, was through the roof. I find it kind of funny that it would come this way, but, but with it, COVID and all that stuff, I wouldn't blame it on that. But I just, I don't know. I just, I don't have all the answers for it, but I think there's something going on. Yeah, I agree. Totally agree. Well, look for a Nomad News badge. We're uh, working on an episode of Nomad News, so it'll be back on the other channel here pretty soon. But I want to thank you, buddy, for joining me here on the American Nomad uh, podcast. It's been really great having you. So glad to actually get a Nomad on here and get to talk to a Nomad. Makes me uh, feel good because I have a lot of Nomads that watch this uh, podcast. So can't thank you enough, Badge. Hopefully I'll get to see you again in person sooner than later. Yeah. When I wish well, you, we'll probably be down this year. Want to wish you a Merry Christmas and uh, have a Happy New Year, buddy. Hope you have a better 2021 than 2020. Yeah, get Barger on here. I will uh, send him a message telling him he needs to get on because uh, he's, you know, that's the problem. That's the problem when people get so big. You know, it it happens to all of them. Then they don't want to have anything to do with smaller YouTubers anymore. Once I they. Don't know. Me and Barger get along really good, you know. I I told him about Paula, and he went on Paula's channel. So. Oh, did he? Okay. Well, he's just he's busy. He's got a lot I of things going right. on. I'm I'm sure I'll get him on here Barger's pretty quick. A good guy. Oh yeah, he is. He's one of my best friends. So in the Nomad community, he is yeah. my best Nomad friend. Yeah. All right, um, awesome Mr. Badge. Okay, buddy. I'm going to put your link uh, in the description, so hopefully we'll get you some more subscribers if you don't, uh, if somebody doesn't know who you are. Yeah, we're, we're turning the subscribers off in January anyway. We don't care. Okay. All right, buddy. We just want the views. Gotcha. All right, Badge. Okay. Thanks, buddy. All right, guys. Well, we're uh, an hour and 23 minutes into this thing. Uh, I always try to keep it. I want to keep it to an hour, but that has just not been happening. Uh, Freedom Dove says, I don't know what's going on with Paul. Uh, well, he's been out in uh, Florida, Freedom Dove, working on a Volkswagen bus that he had. And uh, he got done with that, I guess. Uh, I think he put it up for sale. And uh, he hit the road the day before yesterday heading towards Sedona, Arizona. So he's on the road right now. And he just went TikTok famous. He has uh, got about 100,000 TikTok subscribers in less than a couple of weeks. So he's doing, he's a... Uh, He's trying to sell, Random Nomad says. Okay, I thought he might have sold it. I knew he put it up for sale. I thought he was building it the van life out of, but I guess uh, he was just getting it painted and getting the window glass and stuff in it so he could sell it. Anyway, guys, thank you uh, so much for uh, joining me here uh, on the American Nomad podcast. I want to thank you guys uh, for tuning in. Uh, look at that B camera. So, uh, this B camera, new B camera is actually my old iPhone 6S plus, uh, it did so much better than the Nikon that is usually, I usually use for B camera. Uh, you remember last podcast, the whole thing, the whole podcast went wonky and we lost sound, uh, with Mr. John Leonard, uh, because of the Nikon. So I decided to try to use my old phone and, uh, looks like it's working pretty good. Anyway, guys, uh, thanks for joining me here on the American Nomad Podcast. That's going to do it for this episode. I hope to see uh, all of you guys back here on Friday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And until next time, I should Thank probably... you for listening to the American Nomad Podcast. Until next time, keep looking up because that's where it all is.
Thank you for listening to the American Nomad Podcast. I got that loop. Until next time. This software is still not perfect. Anyway, guys, have a great... Yeah, without the Echo uh, Freedom Dove, that's another reason we uh, changed out the camera. Uh, so we wouldn't have an Echo. Peace and positive vibrations, guys. Later days.